I'm Chris Farrell from the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, a wacky weekend morning show, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out right now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and the opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to episode 37 of Better Podcasting Live Chat. I am Steven, and with me, of course, is the fantastic SP. Hey, how's everybody doing? We have a great time scheduled for tonight. We got a lot of really cool live topics. And as always, we're available to answer your questions live. If you come every other week at 8 p.m. Eastern at www.geeks.live, enter it in the chat and we will answer your question live on the show. You're right. I'm looking at my phone calendar here and it says five o'clock. A great time. I did schedule it in there, apparently. Oh, did I say eight o'clock and it did not give a time zone? It's eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific. And don't, <laughs> I'm not going to do Zulu. I'm not going to do Greenwich time. I'm not going to do Hawaii time. I'm not going to do Europe time just because it hurts my brain. I can do those calculations, but I'm just not going to. Exactly. And if you're a time traveler, five minutes ago, we started. You can go ahead and go back and. What if you're in the multiverse? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that all works out. But yes, we're here to talk about. Uh, some of the latest in podcasting take questions that might come up. And I wanted to um, start off, but with a confession. Can I start off with a confession? Would you mind if I started off with a confession? It's kind of like those tweets a, a few years ago where you'd put confession and then you would say something embarrassing that you did. That's true. Confession. I didn't wear pants out of the house today. You did not go out of the house. That's today. true. That's true. Uh, so, no, here's the deal is last this past Sunday, we're recording this today on Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. And uh, on Sunday, when I publish Better Podcasting, I published it. And I, on my usual routine, I did it. So I went in and I created the WordPress post. And then I went over and I hopped over to Libsyn. And then I loaded that up there and waited for that file to take a wild upload. And then I went and hit publish on the WordPress, which was, I thought on betterpodcasting.com. I hit publish on Libsyn. And then I waited for that, that tweet to come through. The, the, uh, the tweety tweet that, tweety delete. that that tags us every time we post on Libsyn. And then I do what I always do when that comes through. Is I, I preview the episode. So I go to my trusty phone, open up my podcaster, hit download, and then take a listen and go, okay, yeah, it's there. And then skip to the end and go, okay, yeah, the end sounds good. And then I leave it at that. And then about half hour later on Discord, we get a message from a listener that had, um, did they, they shame me? Was that how we would word it? Is that what we would say? Damien, you're going to treat him right. He <laughs> pulled your butt out of the fire. Its name is Damien. It was he not does... Damien. It was not Damien. It was Current from the Lock Sportscast. Oh, it was Current. That said, uh, oops, wrong feed, question mark, to which they posted a screenshot of the official Gunna Geek show, which is the podcast that SB and I do with our co-host Chris Farrell talking about current. Geek News. And he posted showing that the Gunna Geek feed had... Better Podcasting episode 255 posted to it. So uh, long story short, when I went and I loaded my WordPress in, I accidentally went and put it to the Gunna Geek WordPress and somehow oblivious, basically I'm incompetent, went and, and did all of the steps necessary to publish it to the Gunna Geek feed by accident. So clearly had too many tabs going. 
I don't know, maybe too many Molson's, as SP always says. I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But no, I, I was actually completely sober. But I, I just screwed mm-hmm. it, screwed it all up. And um, yeah, so then I took it down as quick as I could. Now, here's the thing is I actually have a couple of podcatchers that I, I've got on there that I subscribe to our different shows just to see how they come through. And it was only the one um, that did get them. The other two didn't. So I guess like Pocket Cast actually did not send it to my phone. So I guess the Pocket Cast database did not refresh in that time t- timeline. But um, yeah, I screwed up. And then, of course, you know, that means that our 10 listeners on the Gunna Geek show might have gotten it. I think it's more like eight nowadays. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I screwed up. I published to the wrong feed, but it also went to better podcasting. So uh, it was like a two for one. Okay. So a few things. First of all, today is national. I don't know international, but it's national scotch day. Ah. So you can go ahead and drink on the show if you want to, as long as it's scotch. I don't (laughs) even know if you have any scotch in the house. I do. It's one of the few alcohols that I can stomach because I'm not allergic to, there's no corn in there to be allergic to, believe it or not, single malt scotch, there's no corn. And I'm apparently I'm allergic to corn. So yeah, there's, there's one. So, uh, go ahead and drink scotch and uh, enjoy your mistake and just don't drink scotch the next time you're posting because then, then you'll make the mistake again. So that's number one. Number two, current, you rock. I want you to DM me your address and I'm going to send you a better podcasting mug because you pulled Steven's bums out of the fire and he was able to correct the mistake relatively quickly. So current, if you are listening to this, if you're watching this, go ahead and DM me over on discord and we will set you up with a better podcasting mug. Third of all, Steven, you're not the only one to ever do this. Oh, what? Really? Yes. You're not the only one. So when's the last time that you dropped an episode in the wrong feed before this? Did, Literally, did you, I ever, just told you my last time was this past Sunday. Have you ever done it before that? Uh, I don't think that I have actually, believe it or not, just because um, the release schedules usually have prevented me from having that. They've been far mm-hmm. enough apart. So I don't, okay. know, I don't know that I have. Okay. So I have. It's been a minute. It's been four years, but I have done it and I have done it at least four times. Here are the four instances that I did it. I uploaded Starling Tribune to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Longbox on Sunday, January 22nd, 2017. Before that, on October 9th, 2016, that was a Sunday, by the way, I uploaded Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Starling Tribune. Before that, on Tuesday, May 24th, 2016, 2016 apparently was a double hit year, I uploaded Starling Tribune to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. And before that, on August 4th, that was a Monday of 2014, I uploaded Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Voices of Defiance. I can prove this because I actually still have the files on the Libsyn's account on the, and it's marked with the date of the times that this happened. Now I've pulled all those episodes. I like deleted all those episodes, but the files that I uploaded, like the uh, artwork that went along with these files, because I had to upload the artwork because it was showing the wrong artwork. And I uploaded the, this, the other show 
anyway, even though it was like, well, where where's the artwork? Where's where's the Legends of Shield logo or where's the Starling Tribune logo? I went ahead and obliviously uploaded everything, thinking that Libsyn had been screwing up and published the shows on the wrong feed. Happened four times. Four times, at least. It might have been more. I don't know, but it happened at least four times. And it dates back to 2014, which was very early in my podcasting publishing career. And the last one that I can confirm, not necessarily the last one that happened, was 2017. So I have done this before, and I can't throw rocks at your glass house because I live in one too. Well, thank you for your confession. Uh, misery loves company. I do appreciate that. Yeah. So in in, ca- in case, I mean, this is not necessarily a how I say my podcast. It's, it's more like a how I say my feed yeah. of taking the episode. Out. And sometimes, it's, it's actually, let's be honest, it's, it's more of a how I destroyed my feed. Yeah, right. So sometimes, honestly, people do it intentionally. They want to promote another show on a feed. So this is one way to do it, to upload. Which I did not do. I, let me make that clear. It's my incompetence. I did not do that. That was not intentional. <laughs> yeah. So none of the ones that I was talking about was intentional in either. I, I do remember when Legends of Shield, when, uh, excuse me, when Voices Defiance ended, I tried that with uh, a Legends of Shield. Mm. I but I had a special intro to it, and I didn't keep it on there forever. It was only like a couple of months. I said, okay, if you liked uh, Voices of Defiance and you didn't know, I have this other show called Legends of Shield. If you want to continue listening to similar content, similar type content, come over to Legends of Shield, and this is what an episode is like. I think I, I pulled I, it a couple of months later. Yeah, I did that as well with the past show where I threw a little extra intro on there and, and it helped because a couple of the hosts and myself were on the old one, on the new one. So, um, hey, a little left turn here. Uh, and I uh, thank you again for confessing. I do appreciate that. Uh, left turn here. We do stream live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific, as SP mentioned. And in our chat, we have the wonderful Jason M. Bryant. He is a longtime listener, guest hoster of Better Podcasting before. Uh, he just said, good morning, Tokyo. And the reason why, let's give him a little shout out right here. And right now he's joining us from Tokyo because he is working at the Olympics. I don't know what you call it. And commentating, announcing, what, what would be the official? He is, yeah, a, he is ar- a professional at it's the an Olympics. Arena, yeah, he, it's an arena announcer. I don't think he's broadcasting. So. I think he's announcing within the arena. But I could be wrong about that. Jason, please correct me. And he is there and he's doing his thing. And it is so great that he is able to continue to do this. And uh, we'll see what the U.S. wrestling team does. But as I always say, it's not just about the U.S. or the Canadian teams. This is truly a worldwide thing. There's worldwide athletes. And it's so great that they're able to get together uh, every four years, and this is a fifth year sort of thing, and uh, get together and compete to see who's the best in the world and to continue that tradition as things go on. And unfortunately, COVID has had a dramatic impact in the games this year. There's nobody in the stands, for instance, and uh, they have had uh, athletes disqualified because COVID cases are rising in the Olympic Village. But hopefully Jason stays safe when he's there. Yes, he's announcing when you watch August 1st through 7th, you'll hear me in the arena. Okay, yeah. And so he's he announcing says in the that, arena. Let's not stop there. He also says Canada has a strong women's wrestling team too. Uh, admittedly, I'm not following the Olympics. I, I don't usually follow them a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm really not following them this year. Uh, we'll leave it at that. But I am super excited for Jason. And 
I do wish him my, my utmost congratulations. I think that that is fantastic for him. And um, yeah, yeah, you, you've given me a, a reason to, um, mm-hmm. to, to, to think about the Olympics. I, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's fair enough. You know, I am jealous of the podcasters that podcast about the Olympics because they know all the ins and outs because they're doing everything for uh, uh, four years, you know, leading up to the next Olympics. And they're uh, looking at each individual sport and who's who and who's favored as that arises over time as the athletes compete in other venues and that sort of thing. And this is their time to shine. This is where like the rubber meets the road, so to speak, rubber meets the mat in Jason's case. And you get to see actually the culmination of it. So if you're a podcaster on the Olympics specifically, and I know there's a few out there, this is a great time for you there. So Jason, thanks for joining us tonight from Tokyo. And I hope you have a good breakfast. I don't know. I've never been to Tokyo and I don't know what normal breakfast is there. So I hope you get a good breakfast, Jason, over there. All right, well, let's go on to another thing that I wanted to mention here. Um, I know you wanted to mention it, but I'm going to steal it here, uh, at least segue into it. it, is this week we discovered that Pinecast put out an interesting new feature. Now, if you're not familiar with Pinecast, Pinecast is a media host that we have been following closely for a while. So early on, we had some critiques about it, and um, and and they responded to it. And uh, since then, there has been some changes, and a lot of the critiques that we had are are now resolved. And full full disclosure on that, we do better podcasting live chat hosted on Pinecast. They still are not IAB certified, which is a big big thing that we would love to see them have. But they've been adding a lot of features continuously um, over the last couple of years, and they just added one two days ago, which. Now is when I'll turn it over to USB because I think this is it, it, maybe they listen to how you operate. Yeah, I don't know if they have listened to me or not, if Matt has over there or not, but they created a new. You're the one that found this. I'm, I'm just talking about it because I've talked about this sort of capability before. They call it Pinecast Icebox. And basically it is when you either go on hiatus or maybe you pod fade or maybe you end your show, but you still want it available. They have this plan, which is billed annually at $24. And if you do the math, that's $2 per month, which you can keep your show on an RSS feed and hosted on a repeatable source, uh, a reliable podcast hosting service, two bucks a month. That is three bucks a month less than Libsyn's plan, which I use on several of the shows that have pod faded for me. I have three shows that I have on the $5 a month plan that are still available. That's Voices of Defiance, that's Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Longbox, and that's Starling Tribune. So two bucks a month would save me, well, that's six bucks and I'm paying 15. That would save me nine bucks a month. And if you're paying 20 bucks a month for... A, a regular plan on, I don't know, Captivate, Lipson, you know, you name it, um, Podbean, that would save you a heck of a lot of money and might make you or enable you to have your podcast all available for, for much, much, much longer. Now, is it really pivotal that Voices Defiance, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Longbox, and Starling Tribune are available for longer time than they've come to an end, right? It, it, do they still need to be available? Honestly, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. long box that might come back in the future. I don't know. I don't have the time to mess with it right now, so it's not going anywhere. 
Voices Defiance, I don't think that's going anywhere anymore because I don't even think there's going to be a reunion show or anything. I think that's just a dead series. And uh, Starling Tribune, I could conceivably see that one coming back sometime in the future if I ever got over my hangups on the DC comic book universe right now. Uh, But right now I'm just one burnt out on it and two, I don't think it's uh, just my personal opinion. It's well, it's not exciting for me to podcast about. Let's just leave it at that. So but in the future, who knows? Right. So I could bring it back and the show would have been there since 2013. Right. So if I keep it available at two dollars a month for years and then bring it out of the icebox later, Mm -hmm. uh, that is valuable. And if for people that do audio dramas, this is viable. I think I think anybody that hosts on Pinecast and, and both of us actually have a Pinecast account. And if we had something that was on Pinecast, like an audio drama and did seasons, then you could probably go up and down in a plan. I don't know that for sure. But it looks like you can go up and down on a plan on Pinecast just like you can with Lipson. So it, just think about it. If this is the type of podcasting you want to do, if you want, if you're on a budget and, and a hobbyist, I think this is great. The, the one caveat, Stephen's already mentioned that I just want to footstop it. They are not IAB certified. Now, does that really matter with a hobby podcast? Yes and no. I, I think it does if you want to start comparing yourself to other things out there. But if you're not able to monetize, does it really matter? Like if you get less than 500 downloads per episode, does it really matter? I I don't know. Anyway, Stephen, I thought this was a great find. And thank you very much for bringing it to my attention. Oh, no problem. And the other thing that I just want to highlight with Hiss as well is that, yes, SP, yes, all of your shows should always be available for everybody. We can't get enough SP. My ex-wife would... To differ. <laughs> uh, okay, let's run through a couple of related to podcast finds that I I wanted to mention is that Elgato, the hmm. Corsair owned company now, uh, they have been coming out with a few products lately that are are tailored towards streamers, but um, it might apply to podcasters. And there's some things recently that that I wanted to mention. Uh, the first is the Stream Deck. We've talked about the Stream Deck before. We use it for, for I use it for video switching um, for this show and the Gunna Geek show. But the other thing that it's used for a lot with the podcasters and whatnot is editing and shortcuts and things like that. I've, I've talked a little bit about that before. Well, they are creating a new version of the standard Stream Deck. If you didn't know this, they have a Stream Deck, they have a, a larger version, and they have a smaller version. The larger version and the smaller version than the regular Stream Deck came out after the original. As such, there's a couple things that they are a little bit different about. And I'm not sure if the new version is getting in line with the XL and the mini Stream Decks or whatever they call them. But there's also some plates and some things that you can you can change the faceplate and things. So they're making it a little bit more customizable. But they, they are announcing a new version. So keep your eyes on that at some point. The next couple things that I want to mention do apply to podcasters is they're getting into the mic arm game and I got to give credit where credit's due watching the release video for what's called the wave mic arm 
which is because their their mic is called the wave mic, I believe. Anyways, if no, you, I thought it was because the arm actually. Oh, waves. it's true. You set it up and it just waves to you the whole time. That's right. Yeah, it just bobs yeah. up and down, waves. Yeah. yeah, no, it's called the wave arm, and um, they've done a lot of good things with it. And looking at it, it it looks like it would definitely. I can't say for sure without seeing it, but it looks to me like it will be a contender with our favorite, the Heil P. Uh, PL2T as I look at the model number on mine and also the Rode PSA1 which has a huge asterisk to us on it because of noise that we've had other people encounter and I've had encountered from two different sources so um, those are kind of our go-tos overall if you're looking to spend a little bit of money on there and it's looking like this one might be good but they also have released a, another one called the Wavearm LP. This is one that if you want to go and you want to start playing vinyl records, you should get your LP out and, and you hook it up to the mic arm and it'll play the record. No, that's not what it stands for at all. Uh, it, LP is low profile. And I got to say, I got my eyes on this one, SP. I got my eyes on this one because... No, similar, you don't say. Similar idea to what... And you can go look at the YouTube video if you search it up. And and actually, if you go to betterpodcasting.com, I'll make sure in this post here to, to link to the Elgato uh, wave arm release videos. And, and the reason I got my eyes on this one here is because the idea is that it's kind of like a scissor arm, but not. It comes from below. So you no know more dropping down through your shot. Sure, you won't have a mic flag but it's meant to go like basically under a monitor and then angle upwards. So you get the suspension of like a scissor arm, which we've talked about the benefits before on how that helps stop a lot of uh, vibration, things like that. It looks good. It looks good. And um, I really like the idea of it. If you have the desk space, it coming from below. I do have the desk space. A lot of people, they need the scissor arm to get it off of the desk. So, yeah. oh, and both, and um, the, the uh, wave arm, the other one, this is the big thing that I thought was interesting. It comes with the riser because a lot of people need to get a little riser for their mic arm just because of the position. Like I have a DIY one that I made. And so it actually comes with it. So I got to give credit where credit due. These look promising. Well, they, they, they sold out fast. So we'll know pretty soon whether they are as good as they're touting them to be. I think it looks like they've put their research into it. I enjoyed seeing this. I, I like the competition in the realm just because you know when we were starting out, the, the, the good, affordable solutions were so far in between. There was like the uh, rash of $15 mic arms that creaked and mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't stay up and that sort of thing. And then you went up to like $1,500 professional studio microphone arms. Uh, including ones that were on the laid on the desk and stuff like that. And I enjoy more of the competition in the hundred dollar realm. Like you said, uh, you did say something that intrigued me. So no microphone flag. Well, mm -hmm. to that, I have to say, Stephen, I have faith in you. I have faith in you because I know that you have a 3d printer. I have faith in you because I know that you like the present that your brother made for you. That is your, lit up flashing mic flag from Guinea Geek. 
And I have faith in you that you just like to fiddle with things. So if you do get one of these arms that are on the uh, desk and you come up from underneath, I do have faith that you have a little bit of the microphone showing the shot, but more importantly, you will have the mic flag right above it. I have faith that this will happen. Maybe we'll see. Uh, and the last thing that I want to mention um, is they have released a new webcam as well. This is called the face cap. Now, this is a little pricey. So it's a $200 item. I spent a bit of time after work today doing some comparisons because apparently it's been out for a couple of weeks now. I'm not sure for your average streamer of our hobbyist nature and gaming nature for sure, where there's a lot smaller picture. I'm not sure I'm seeing the higher price tag compared to like something of the Logitech C920 caliber. Um, we'll see. We'll see. However, I do also want to mention right now that through this, I ended up Googling and happened to come across an article that perhaps the Logitech C920s and C922s that are being made right now might be different than the ones that SP and I bought originally. The, yeah, I'm, I don't want to get into all of the details on that, but there was a couple of there was a Reddit post and an art and a post over on Logitech's site that seems to indicate that maybe they removed the hardware encoding um, from the C920 and C922. It's really vague language, so I can't say for sure. But I thought that that was an interesting point to also bring up in our discussion here. So. The reason I bring it up, though, is because let's say the C920 and the C922 that is out there right now does match the video quality that you and I have. So let's let's assume that it does. I'm okay. not I'm not sure for our purposes as a hobbyist. I'm not sure I'm seeing the higher price tag in it, but it does have some extra features. And so it remains to be seen. But I wanted to mention it as well, because. Maybe it is another one that we'll pick up and then it can be something we could recommend. I don't know. But I thought I I thought I mentioned it. Yeah, I am liking what Elgato is doing right now. I think it's more of the gamer streamer mm -hmm. or the, like the Twitch streamer market out there Agreed. than what, what we do with podcasting. Right. But I think it's applicable to podcasting. And let's face it. What has podcasting done since day one? It's reappropriated gear meant for something else into podcasting and very few things have been made just for podcasting the zoom podtrack p4 is one the road procast roadcaster pro roadcaster pro is another um yeah i have trouble remembering that because i don't have one on my desk because let's see i bought one and where is it where did i put it mm. oh yes it's in canada you sent it here <laughs> i did I, that was i actually had to box it up and, and send it to you. So there, there you go. I'm glad you have it, though, because I think you have more of a use for it than me in the way things are set up and everything. Although in the future, who knows? So, yeah, I, I, I really do like this rash of new Elgato products. Remember a few weeks ago, and I don't remember if it was the last live stream or two live streams ago. I said, watch out. You will see some announcements between mm -hmm. now and and the beginning of August because of a major industry conference. I think this was part of it. And I don't think this was specifically targeted for that conference, but I think this will make an appearance of one shape, manner, or form at the conference. Either somebody will talk about it or the hub booth there or, or, or something like that. I can so, see that. Yeah. 
also, you wanted to bring up uh, something else here about uh, a bit of time off in your podcast from yourself and someone else. Yeah, so I don't know if we talked about it here in a better podcasting and live chat. I think we talked about it in the better podcasting main show where we were talking about time management a few years ago. I just was full of everything and I had a big project that I wanted to get done. Spoiler, I did get the project done, but it didn't work. So I have to do it again and I got to get to it relatively soon here. But I took some time off and I think it was much needed because there are times where you just need to do other things in life. And if you've been podcasting as long as we have, if you've been in a job as long as we have, you might be presented with the opportunity to take a sabbatical. Like at my work, we can pitch an idea and we can take a sabbatical for one week. They'll they'll allow us one week to go work a specific project. And then we have nothing to do with our normal jobs. We can work in relatively isolation. Most of the stuff we do is teaming anyway, but you're dedicated to do a a rush on a certain project and, and then you can do it. I know teachers can take a like a year off. They take a sabbatical or some other professions, they take a year off and they go work some things. Well, as podcasters, especially hobby podcasters, maybe you podcast every week, maybe you're seasonal, like with an audio drama or you're seasonal with a TV show or something like that. Uh, so you have inherent sabbaticals that you can take throughout the year. But if you're podcasting every week and you do it for year after year after year after year, like Stephen and I have been both podcasting for more than 10 years, it gets to the point where you can't do specific projects, specific pushes and that sort of thing. So yeah, a few years ago, I took a sabbatical uh, just from one of the shows. I took a sabbatical for Guinea Geek. I know it was a hard decision. I know Stephen and Chris were able to get through it. I know it would have been better if I was there for the the shows just because uh, a content creation, stuff like that, not because I have to be there, but it's just easier with three people or four people on the show. And that was fine. Well, Michelle approached me a month ago or so, maybe six weeks ago. And she said that starting after Loki, and then it became after Black Widow, that she was going to need to take a sabbatical. She said, I don't want to leave the show, but I have a project that I have to do before Labor Day. And in order to do that, I have to free up some of my schedule. So she proactively came to me and said, I am, I need to take a sabbatical. I don't want to leave the show, but I need some time off. I was like, absolutely. That is no problem whatsoever. I did it. And I think I surprised her, by the way. I said, I did it myself. I took a sabbatical from Gonna Geek and it wasn't meant to, for me to leave the show, but I just needed a little bit of headroom. She needed a little bit of headroom. She's working the project right now. And she, she, it was really tough for her. She's like, she really has put her heart and soul into Legends of Shield. For those that don't watch the show, she's actually kind of the producer behind the show. She does all the show notes. She directs everything. She makes sure that people are showing up, uh, that they should every week, or that we have uh, changed a recording time. Just to make sure that everybody knows that and everything. I do the editing and I publish the show, but she is just as much of a co-producer on the show as I am right now. So it was really tough for her to do that. And I'm glad she approached me ahead of time because of everything that I have going on this year. I needed to work ahead and plan ahead in my head on everything that I was going to have to need to do in order to keep the show running. So 
I decided to keep Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. going because there's new Marvel content that seems to be trickling out right now in the time that she's going to be gone. And we didn't know this at the time that she requested the sabbatical. As far as we knew after Loki, there wasn't going to be any new Marvel content that came out. After we made the decision, the announcement for What If came out. This is a new series that's going to be on Disney Plus about the Marvel universe. It's going to be part of canon now. So we want to be able to keep going with that. So I wanted to be able to keep going with the show that What If was out. And she was feeling kind of bad, like she couldn't be there. I'm like, no problem. I can handle this. So I uh, called in a few favors. I got some friends coming on, some uh, other podcasters that, uh, that can come on. And we're going to be able to continue the show with her not there. Also, I am able to dedicate a certain extra part of my week to do show notes, to do to do the show prep and, and the sort of production things that she used to do. I think it's great that even if you're a solo podcaster, take a sabbatical, especially if you've been podcasting for a few years, especially if you have a dedicated project that you want to do. And that you have a dedicated timeline. Like her timeline was Labor Day. I'm going to be back after Labor Day. Now, as it happens, we might actually take the week of Labor Day off, (laughs) which is the beginning of September here. But she wants to be back after Labor Day. And it depends on Marvel content, whether or not we we are on that week or not. So I think it's great. I think it saves your mental health. It saves your physical health for uh, trying to get more sleep, maybe. You know, what's the, what's the last, if you're a hobby podcaster, what's the last thing to go? It's, it's sleep, right? Cause you're trading time for, uh, your creativity and your hobby. And in my opinion, as you get older, you need more sleep anyway, if it's a short run, maybe, but there's no need for her to do that. So I'm glad that she is taking the time. I think it was a great decision. I think it was a great decision for her to approach me. I think she uh, felt like I, <laughs> I wasn't going to take it well, but I immediately was like, absolutely. What a great idea. That is awesome. I think I shocked her with that (laughs) reaction. But truly, if somebody comes to you and they say, I need a little time, you have no idea what's going on. Even if you're really close friends, you have no idea what's going on in their life. And they might be coming up with a time in their life where they're they're literally looking at every minute they're they're spending on something going gosh, I really need to get this, this thing done, but I, I can't do it because I have to devote six hours a week to this hobby podcast. And that's, that's six hours a week I could do with something else. Like I have a house project or I have a work project that I need to get done, an extra thing that they've asked me to do at work or uh, I, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I need to do extra yard work at this particular time of year or I need to be able to shed or I, I need to, I don't know, take a vacation or, or, you know, whatever it is in her case, in my case, it was because of projects. Uh, I know for other people, it's because they just need the time off. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a great thing. I think you need to talk to your co-hosts and it, you need to talk to your audience eventually. Like with Michelle, we just made the announcement the last time she was there. There was no need to prep people for it. But if you're a solo podcaster, you might want to start prepping your audience a few shows in advance say hey look uh, there will be a time here for my subscribers that i will not be producing podcasts for a couple of months i know other podcasters that have done this by the way they say okay i'm, I'm going to dedicate some time to another project this podcast is not going away i do intend on coming back at such and such a time 
And then they give updates along the way, especially if it's a lengthy time, like six months or something like that, like a couple months in, they say, hey, look, you know, I know the you might be looking for a, a new episode here. Just want to let you know that I still plan to be back on such and such a date. So, yeah, I think it all works. And uh, Stephen, I don't think you've actually taken a vacation or a sabbatical, maybe like a week or two here and there, you know, with the birth of your kids or yeah. building a shed or something like that. But you've never taken a sabbatical. No, no, I haven't. And and I probably should. And maybe I will. I don't know. You know, life's life's precious, as they all say. So maybe one day. But, you know, uh Thought, true confession right here, right now. Uh, I have thought about it. I've thought about it recently, uh, but that would be a conversation that I would I would only have if I felt that I was actually ready to. And then uh, I would, ha- as you s- said, talk to my co-hosts and things like that. So, you know, it's. Uh, I think it's good. I agree with you. I think it's good for people. And also, I think some people's lives... Um, podcasting in some ways is is almost their sabbatical from other things in life right and so yeah so um for me i kind of feel like that's often been my case is, is that's been sort of how i've looked at podcasting um is that it, it's almost been that relief i've needed in my life in other areas so everybody's a little bit different but again like i said tr- true confessions i i have thought about it so I think anybody that's podcasted as long as we have has thought about it. It's like, yeah, you really want to keep going. You take a look at uh, at some of the TV shows that we do, like seven, eight seasons, mm-hmm. 10 seasons, something like that. The actors at the end, they're all like, oh, thank God. I mean, this has well, been the best time of my life, but thank God this is over. And the actors that are still there, right? Because some of them move on due to to partway through contract. Re- when their contract's up, they go, hey, yeah, no, I, I don't want any more of this. I need to move on. So Right. Because of various reasons, and sometimes the show can't afford them, but sometimes the people want to leave the show. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, one of the examples I can give is is on Starling Tribune, we podcast on the uh, CW show Arrow, and the star of that show, Stephen Amell, really had a difficult time the last few years of continually going through the process. I think after the fact, I think he he realized that he was burnt out and that it, w- it was time for him to end. Being the star of a show, even though there was other people on the show but being the star of the show for eight years that's that's just a long time and i know actors some actors are vain but even vain (laughs) actors it's just a long time to be doing the same thing over and over and over and over again so i don't begrudge Stephen amell at all for what happened i don't begrudge anybody at all for what happens with their show also um podcasts like tv shows none none of it's meant to last forever eventually the show will come to an end some are more apt to go 10, 20 years, but eventually it's going to end. But that's going to go ahead and take us to the end of the show. Before we wrap up, we'll remind you we have the Better Podcasting main show that you can check out as well. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at BetterPod and come to our Discord at Discord at BetterPodcasting.com forward slash Discord. If you want to check out Legends of Shield, you can go to legendsofshield.com. That's where you can find SP's Legends of Shield podcast. And if you want to check out the Gunna Geek show, come to gunnageek.com. So for episode number 37 of Better Podcasting Live Chat, I'm Stephen John Drew saying, yep, if you want to ask us questions, come when we're recording the live chat to www.geeks.live. 
And I'm SP saying I hope you're having fun with your hobby and let us know how we can help. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.